John Thurman's Resilience Solution Shortcast, Season 2, Episode 15, How to Be a Better Dad Using Faith-Friendly Principles. If you're a dad, let me ask you one question. What kind of dad are you? Pretty interesting and tough question, isn't it? It's a question I've asked myself thousands of times over the years of being a dad, and now I'm a granddad. And in today's shortcast, we're going to talk about eight different types of dads. And as we go through this, you're going to find yourself in one, two, three, or maybe even four of these. I know as I was developing a topic, I identified several of mine. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing to kind of know where you've come from and where you are. And the good news is, is no matter what kind of dad you've been in the past, you can change that to be a better dad beginning today. Hello, my name is John Thurman, and you're listening to my podcast, John Thurman's Resilient Solution Shortcast, where I help you become more resilient in your personal life, your relationships, your business endeavors, and in your faith. For more information about me, go to johntherman.info. And right now, I'm taking new clients. No waiting. I can usually get you in the week you call. So be sure to give me a ring if you're struggling in your relationship. If you want to kind of clarify who you are and go deeper with the Lord, if you've got some issues you need to resolve, or if you're a guy looking for ways to have a more fulfilling life, be sure to check out my website, john at johntherman.info. Hey, I'm so glad you joined us today. Let's jump right in and talk about the different types of men and how you and I can become better deaths by using faith-friendly principles. So let's jump right in today. John Thurman here. I hope you're having a great day today. Well, I did ask you a question earlier in the intro. What kind of dad are you? I know in my life, I've fallen in several categories, some really good and some not so good. Well, today I want to show you how to be a better dad using faith-friendly tools. Have you ever thought about that? How as I, as a man of faith, do a better job of being a man of faith with my family, with my kids? We'll talk about that. I'm at a point in my life where I'm not only a dad, but I'm a grandfather of three rambunctious grandsons and have just become the step-grandpa to two precious girls. For me, I want to be the best grandfather I can be for my kids, for their kids, and for their spouse. And as a man of faith, as a therapist, and as a dad, I want to help you become the best dad you can be for your family. We only have one shot at life, and I want to help you have the best shot you possibly can with your kids. Several years ago, I had the opportunity to sit with Dr. Dennis Whaley, a psychologist, New York selling bestseller. And we were just talking about time as parents and times in business. And, and he shared a powerful quote with us that day. Quote, time is an equal opportunity employer. Each human being has the same number of hours and minutes every day. Rich people can't buy more hours. Scientists cannot invent new minutes. And you can't save time to spend it for another day. Even so, time is amazingly fair and forgiving. No matter how much time you've wasted in your past, you still have your entire tomorrow. So you may have screwed up part of what being a dad's all about. Don't live in that negativity. Instead, plant a stake in the ground, plant a flag, and say, I'm not going to stay in that space anymore. I'm moving forward. Well, you have the power. Matter of fact, one definition I heard of grace is grace is the power, will, and ability to do what I need to do on a given day. So you have the power. Next, we're going to identify different types of fathers, and you'll probably be able to identify with one or two. And then I'll talk about how to be a better dad using faith-friendly principles. So let's begin. Number one is the distance or passive dad. 
Passive father is one who's not actively participating in raising their kids. This can include being not involved in the day-to-day activities of the kids or providing emotional support for the kids. The second type of dad is the angry or abusive dad. An abusive dad makes the kid and their spouse feel worthless and that no one else will want them because they're just not good for anything. An angry dad yells at his kids, manipulates them, puts them down, and really can crush their spirit. If you struggle with this, if you're an angry dad or a ticked off dad, you need to get some help. Give me a call at 505-343-2011. Get in touch with a therapist, talk to your pastor, but deal with this stuff. You don't need to poison your kid with your toxicity. The third type of dad is the inconsistent dad, and the inconsistent dad is often an absent figure in the child's life. They may be physically present, but emotionally distanced, or maybe not there at all. This type of father is usually inconsistent with the child's needs and wants, and this can lead the kid to resent them because their dad wasn't there when they need them. You see, kids need to grow up with a strong, balanced, protective, engaged dad. And if you're not that, don't beat yourself up. Just learn to become it. The next type of dad is the overindulging dad. The overindulging dad is the one who spoils their kid and always is there for them. He never says no and can really hurt them by never letting them experience failure or pain. He's always bailing them out and taking care of them. Unfortunately, when we spoil our kids and protect them from pain, we we set them up for failure later. The next type of dad is the controlling dad. The controlling dad many times is a Christian dad who wants to really make sure his kids get it right. And this type of dad can sometimes be overly strict. He won't allow their kids to make their own decisions. And he might also feel like he needs to punish his kids to get them to conform. Now, the scripture does talk about the importance of giving balanced discipline to our children. This type of dad is a very rigid ruler, very little grace. And if you're this type of dad, get some help. Read the scripture. Loosen up, become more balanced and engaged. And the final type of dad is the balanced, engaged dad. The engaged dad is a dad who's very involved in his children's lives, enjoys spending time with them, makes sure he carves out time in his schedule for their activities. He helps them with the homework and does what he can do to help them become successful in life. He usually has a job outside the home, but he really guards his time to make sure he can invest in his spouse and his kids. Now, let's talk about how to be a better dad using faith-friendly principles. Well, fatherhood, Christian faith, and the scriptures are often inextricably intertwined. Christian dads face the challenge of balancing their faith and their family life. They're constantly striving to be the best dad they can be while remaining faithful and true to their walk with God and scriptures. Well, let's jump in. Here's some traits of men who are growing in faith and practices of the dead. These are men who are growing in grace in knowledge, and there are seven crucial roles and skills they need to develop. First, they are growing in ways to love their family. Christian dads learn to love their family and put them before anything else. They want to be the best for their family, do anything for them. You see, a man is a provider, a protector, a family priest, and a procreator. And your mission is to, to love your family by protecting, providing, and raising them up in the fear and admonition of the Lord. You partner with your wife with that. Ephesians 5.25 in the Passion Translation says, And you husbands, you to demonstrate loves for your wives with the same tender devotion that Christ demonstrated to his bride. Here's a newsflash, guys. Your kids are watching you. And the way you treat your wife is how they'll treat their wife. Why is the way you treat the husband is how they'll treat their husband. So the first thing, men who are growing in faith are growing and learning how to love their family. They're learning different ways to love their family. 
Secondly, they're consistently learning how to lead their family. To provide leadership, a father needs to be both a spiritual and physical leader. No room for wimpy guys here. You've got to step it up and protect your family, provide for your family, and you need to lead. A father needs to be able to teach his children about the Lord and encourage them in their walking with him. He also needs to be able to protect his family from dangers physically, emotionally, and spiritually. This involves leadership on multiple levels, including finances, decision-making, health, spiritual development, and risk management. This includes learning how to incorporate biblical leadership principles in your daily decision-making, both with your family and your job. And men who are doing this really learn to, how to show their kids how to be strong and courageous and how to be tenacious, while at the same time as being gentle and kind. Joshua 24, 15 in the New Living Translation says, But as for me and my family, we will serve the Lord. Let me ask you a question. How are you doing there? Number three, men who are growing in faith, learn how to be a better dad, are consistently working on being better communicators. I know a lot of us Christian guys, we struggle with that. But Christian fathers are becoming better communicators. They are learning how to communicate with their children and their spouses. They want to be able to share their thoughts and hear their kids' thoughts about what they believe without being judged or ridiculed or coming across too strong. So guys, do what you need to do to be a better communicator. You can go to my website or my blog and find some tips on how to be a better communicator. Number four, men who are growing in faith and learn to be better fathers provide for their family. I believe that men are primarily responsible for providing for the family. We can go back to Genesis 3 and see that. However, in the past several years, with the expanding number of women in the workforce, it may mean that he's not always the primary breadwinner. This being the case, I think that the man is the prime, one primarily responsible for the overall provision of the home. He and his wife should consistently work together on maintaining solid communication about family finances. Just a reminder, the Lord is the ultimate provider. And the scripture I like there is Philippians 4.19 from the Passion Translation. It says, I'm convinced that my God will fully satisfy every need you have, for I have seen the abundance riches of glory revealed to me through Christ Jesus. Philippians 4.19. Number five, men growing in grace actively pursue wisdom to provide insight and smart decisions for their families. Men like this are not perfect, but they are constantly striving to improve to become their best version. They want to learn more about their faith and grow in their relationship to Christ. They want to learn more about life, and they can do this for being around other men, mentors, good teaching, training, podcasts, seminars, man's retreats, things like that. But the most important thing for going in wisdom is being in the Word of God. If you've ever been in a Jewish home, you've seen a little mezuzah on the door. It's a metal container that contains the following charge to parents. This is from Deuteronomy 6, 4 through 8. Listen, O Israel, the Lord is our God the Lord alone, and you must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your strength. And you must commit yourselves wholeheartedly to these commands I am giving you today. Repeat them again and again to your children. Talk about them when you're at home and when you're on the road and when you're going to bed and when you're getting up. Number six, men who are growing in grace and want to be better, more engaged dads, provide age-appropriate correction and edification to their kids. The scriptures remind us that God is always in the process of disciplining us out of love, and we need to do that for our kids. Dads should be the primary disciplinarians of the family. They're the ones who are to protect their kids from outside influences and ensure that they grow up to be productive, God-honoring adults. 
That's why dads need to be firm and loving in teaching their children how to respect authority and love one another. They need to partner with their wives as they do this. And very typically, one parent will be very authoritarian, the other will be a little more permissive, and that can go both ways. But as long as you're working together and in agreement and in sync on this. Ephesians 6.4 in the Passion Translation says, Fathers, don't exasperate your children, but raise them up with loving discipline and counsel that brings the revelation of our Lord. Number seven, men who are growing in grace demonstrate and readily extend forgiveness. They are called to forgive others, even those who have wronged them the most. We as men are called to forgive our children, even when they make mistakes and hurt the family themselves. Jesus gives such a wonderful example of this in the story of the prodigal son in Luke 15. Take a look at that and read about not only the father's reaction, but both sons' reactions. It'll really encourage you. And finally, dads who are growing in grace and wanting to be a more engaged, balanced dad actively demonstrate love and respect towards their wife. They do everything they know to do to help their wife feel valued, cherished, and secure. They're not afraid to put the effort into their marriage and make it work. They know they're responsible for taking care of their wife, and their wife in turn takes care of them. This means that he will show his wife love and respect. He'll not put her down or make her feel bad about herself. He will not use her as an object of property, but treat her with dignity, honor, and respect, all of which she deserves based on what the Scripture teaches us. He'll do what he can do to ensure that she feels valued, cherished, and secure. Hey, I want to thank you for a few moments to listen to my shortcast today. We're brought to you by Covert Mercy, John Thurman's faith-friendly counseling ministry. If you're needing help, give me a call at 505-343-2011 or email me, john at johntherman.info. Well, let me give you just a quick how-to right here. Number one, if you're a dad, I want to challenge you to review these different types of dads. Figure out which one or two or three best describe you. Now, be honest with yourself and identify the styles that best describe you because you've got to know where you are if you're going to change. Be honest, but give yourself a lot of grace. Remember, our Heavenly Father gives us grace, forgiveness, and hope as we choose to become better dads. Matter of fact, years ago, I heard a great operational definition of grace, and that is that grace is the power, the will, and the ability to do what I need to do in a given circumstance. So, number one, Look over these types and identify the styles that, that you are and what, where you want to be. Number two, if you don't have a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ, I want to encourage you to ask him into your heart and allow him be the boss of your life. After all, he's the source of love and wisdom and the power that you need to be the dad you need to be. And third, remember, none of us are perfect. But as we look over and get an idea about where we are, we can begin to make the changes we need to make. Now, if you need some help, I've got three things for you to do. Number one, talk to your pastor or spiritual leader or an older guy or a brother that you trust. Number two, you can check out some of my blogs, johntherman.net forward slash blogs. I have a lot of articles in there on how to be a better husband and a man, how to treat your wife, things like that. And if you need some personal help, I do coaching, consulting, and counseling, and you can call me and leave a voicemail at 505-343-2011 or go to my website, johntherman.info, and you can contact me either through the contact sheet or through the chat. God bless you. Take care. Remember, this is the day that the Lord has made, and I will make a choice to rejoice and be glad in it. See you next week. By the way, I'm excited. Next week, I'll begin a series on masculine development. In other words, if you're a man, I can give you some tools and mile markers you need to hit as you're you're growing as a man in faith and knowledge and wisdom of the Lord. Take care once again. Thank you for your time. Have a great week. 
Thank you.